Hello everyone. You were listening Astrocast, a podcast on astronomy and astrophysics. Welcome to the third episode. The previous two episodes were about the history of astronomy. Now the story is over, so let's get into some science stuff. What could be better than starting the discussion of our own solar system? The sun, the most massive and the brightest of all the objects in the solar system. Let's start from its birth around 4.6 billion years ago. As we know, our universe to be a big vacuum, actually it's not like that. Of course, vacuum is there in a big proportion, but not every place is vacuum. There are lots of dust and gas clouds over there in the universe, which is formed either from death of a star or from death of a galaxy. This death which creates the cloud can give birth to another star or galaxy. Yes, our sun is created from a huge cloud of dust and gas. Due to gravity, smaller particles came closer to form bigger chunks with various different masses. Low mass chunks started orbiting around the more massive objects and continuously bombarded on the surface of the bigger mass, creating it more and more massive. These things didn't happen in a small time. It took thousands or millions of years. As the lower masses orbit around the bigger one, the bigger one remained at the center and it started spinning faster. How did the spin start at the first place? Okay, think like this. When in the cloud, they were all smaller particles, then they orbit around each other. Lower mass in a bigger orbit and higher mass in a smaller orbit. When they collided with each other, the rotating motion stayed and the formed bigger object started spinning. More and more such smaller particles collided with the bigger one at the center. And the rotation of these smaller particles contributed to the spin and the bigger one started spinning faster. The particles which have enough velocity to be in stable orbit, they remained in the orbit without colliding with the massive object at the center thus creating an accretion disk. This is a kind of disk made up of small particles all revolving around the massive object at the center. So, at this moment, when the object at the center is sufficiently large and accretion disk is formed, if you see it from a distance, it will look like a massive object at the center spinning very fast with a disk of material revolving around it. The massive object is going to be the sun and the materials in the disk clumped together in smaller chunks are going to be the planets and asteroids and all other things in the solar system. Now, the heavy object made up of dust and gas clouds due to continuous bombardment accumulated energy and temperature rose. Most of the dust, which was not gas, turned into gaseous state because of high temperature and the object started glowing. This is the very young stage of our sun. This object is not qualified to be called as a star. It is called a protostar. In this moment, let me tell you that this protostar then was predominantly hydrogen in gaseous state. With continuous rise in temperature, it reaches a certain level at the core of the protostar that smaller nucleus started fusing together to form bigger nucleus. In this stage, hydrogen nucleus fused to create helium nucleus. Our sun today is predominantly hydrogen and helium. 
Here, let me tell you something about the fusion process. As we know, any material is made up of atoms. In the center of atoms, there are nucleus and around the nucleus, there are electrons revolving. In nucleus, there are protons and neutrons. Number of protons and neutrons determines which material this is and electrons determines the chemical reactiveness of the material. All the chemical reactions that takes place in the universe are due to electrons and it is a process outside the nucleus. Process which happens inside the nucleus is no longer a chemical reaction. These are called nuclear reaction or nuclear process. Nuclear fusion is this kind of process which occurs inside the nucleus. This process needs immense amount of temperature and creates a huge amount of energy. Hydrogen nucleus has only one proton. If two such nuclei combines together followed by a beta decay, one proton remains proton, another one becomes a neutron and releases huge amount of energy. Now, the nucleus contains one proton and one neutron. If two such nuclei further combines, then it creates one nucleus containing two protons and two neutrons. This newly formed nucleus is one helium nucleus. Thus, hydrogen nucleus fused to form helium nucleus. In case of a sun, this process of hydrogen fusion to helium goes on. And in case of other stars, maybe other elements will be fused to create another element. So in general, we call nuclear fusion to be a process which combines nucleus of lighter elements to create nucleus of heavier elements. This is the process which gives the star its energy. This nuclear fusion process helps the star to maintain its size. Gravity, acting towards the center of the star, tries to pull the material from the surface of the star towards the center. So in order to maintain the size of the star, there must be an outward pressure to balance the gravitational pull. This outward pressure is created by the energy emitted due to nuclear fusion inside the star. The surface temperature of the sun is around 6000 Kelvin and in the center, it becomes immensely hot up to 15 million Kelvin. 1 million means 10 raised to the power of 6. Now you can imagine how hot our sun is from inside and just think about the difference in the temperature from surface to the core. The diameter of the sun is 109 times that the diameter of the earth. This is why we can see the sun to be this big in the sky and can feel the temperature even we are too far away from the sun. That even light having the largest speed takes 8 minutes to reach us. When you look up to see the sun, you see it how it was before 8 minutes, not at present. Astronomers use a diagram called Hertzsprung-Russell diagram, in short HR diagram, to locate the stars and understand its behavior. It is a two-dimensional graph with temperature in the horizontal axis and luminosity in the vertical axis. Let me tell you here, luminosity is the measurement of the amount of energy that a star emits from its surface. In HR diagram, most of the known stars follows a pattern that is the star which has higher temperature is more luminous and the stars which have lower temperature are less luminous. These stars are called main sequence stars. Our sun is such a main sequence star. There are some other special stars as well 
which are not in the main sequence. Obviously, our sun is not so special in that sense. But it has a very special feature that it allowed life on one of its planets with capabilities of looking beyond and trying to understand the great creation of the universe. That's all for now. Let us meet again in the next episode. Till then, goodbye.